now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hey, it's Ty Smith of the Spokane Chiefs. It's Adam Bocas. Hey, it's Joe Valeno from the Drummondville Voltageurs. Hey, it's Quinn Hughes from the University of Michigan. Hi, I'm Dominic Buck. I'm Jacob Bernard Docker of the Oakville Oilers. It's Joe O'Brien. Hi, it's Barrett Hayden of the Sioux Greyhounds. Brady Kachuk from the Boston University Terriers. Major Junior. In the 100th year of the Memorial Cup, the Ankeny Panthers team tall have won it for the first time. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. The Buffalo Sabres are proud to select Trollunda defenseman Rasmus Dahlin. And more. Oh, oh my goodness. We're not going home yet, baby! This is the Pipeline Show. Here we go. Good weekend, and welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show. My name is Guy Flaming. Thanks for stopping by once again if you're a returning listener and if you're new to the program because the NHL draft is around the corner and you're wanting to get up to date on uh, as much as you can, uh, do some. A prospect uh, cramming before the uh, final exam, that is the NHL draft, uh, and you've come to the right place. Uh, and I appreciate you stopping by, and hopefully you'll stick around after the draft and into next season as well. My name is Gee Flaming, and uh, we always start the Pipeline show off with the question of the day, or question of the week, I guess, would be a more appropriate way to describe it. I put it up on Twitter, and the question is, uh, of the uh, 2019 eligible players this year, who have not already been a guest on the Pipeline show this season, featured in the 2019 Draft Spotlight, uh, who would you want me to get on the show in the next couple of weeks before the NHL Draft? So pretty open uh, question there. It's not a poll or anything like that. If there's somebody that is draft eligible that I haven't already had on the show this season, and you want to hear from them, let me know, and I will do my best to set that up. I can tell you that uh, of the uh, first-round picks, the the guys ranked uh, in the Top 31 by NHL Central Scouting in North America. Uh, I There are seven guys left that I haven't got to. Three of them are uh, not North American players. Uh, guys like Lassie Thompson, who, who does play in Kelowna in, in the WHL, but doesn't speak English well enough uh, to do an interview. So uh, guys like that, and, and Vlad Firstov uh, of the Waterloo Blackhawks and Nikita Alexandrov of Charlottetown. Uh, probably not on my to-get list. The other four... Of that top 31 that I haven't had on yet that are still on my to-get list are Jack Hughes, Trevor Zegris, and Cole Caulfield from uh, Team USA, and uh, Connor McMichael of the London Knights. I'm trying to get all four of those guys on. Aside from that, players I haven't already had on the show this season that you want to hear from before the NHL draft, uh, let me know. Send me a note on Twitter at TPS underscore Guy is where you can find uh, that question that I put up. Just reply to that. And uh, I'll take it from there and do my best to set that up. The news and notes uh, portion of this opening segment has some coaching updates around the Western Hockey League. I believe there are three teams now currently without a head coach. Uh, That number jumped up to three because Dan Lambert, right after signing an extension with the Spokane Chiefs, got an offer from the Nashville Predators, which obviously you're probably going to take. So he has uh, gone back to the uh, NHL. That leaves Spokane without a head coach. Dave Anning in uh, Brandon didn't have his contract renewed, but I don't know that that necessarily means he's out uh, because he is still listed as their head coach on the team website. 
And uh, that contract renewal was due at the end of May, so it's uh, a week later, and he's still listed as the head coach. So maybe just something, a bit of a formality that just uh, needs to happen still, or maybe they do go in a different direction. I don't know. Uh, The other team was the Prince George Cougars, who uh, fired Richard Matvichuk uh, last year. Also interesting with uh, Prince George, a story uh, earlier this week in the uh, Citizen uh, up in Prince George, uh, written by uh, Ted Clark. He had a conversation with Mark Lamb, and uh, lots of speculation that Mark Lamb, who is the GM up in Prince George, that he might leave to become an assistant coach with the Edmonton Oilers. So we'll look to see if uh, if that happens or not, and uh, if so, then I guess Prince George would be looking for a coach and a GM, and that immediately makes me think of Sean Clouston. Although, if you're Sean Clouston, is a Prince George uh, the next right job for you? A team that's clearly in a rebuild, one of the uh, bottom feeding teams from last season, uh, and let's be honest, geographically, it's it's out there. Uh, is that a comfortable landing spot for Sean Clouston, or? Are there other opportunities still for Cluson? I haven't heard that he has landed anything just yet. Uh, The other uh, noteworthy item I wanted to pass on, Jay O'Brien, prospect of the Philadelphia Flyers, played played for Providence College last season. Uh, As reported by Jeff Cox uh, from the New England Hockey Journal and the New York Hockey Journal, he's been a guest on the show several times, Jeff Cox, back when he was with SB Nation and also did some work for some other outlets as well. But he reported way back in April, uh, April 23rd, as a matter of fact, that O'Brien was leaving Providence and would end up in the BCHL, and speculation uh, would be with the Penticton Vs. Well, that has been uh, confirmed now. The Vs have uh, made that official uh, on Twitter. But uh, tip of the hat or tip of the cap to Jeff Cox, who had that way back in April, like a month and a half ago, uh, he had already written that. So Jay O'Brien, first-round pick of the Flyers, who didn't have a great year at Providence. And uh, I said it at the start of the season that I, my concern was that uh, to go right from prep school stepping into the NCAA might have been a big jump. I would have actually liked to see him play a year in the USHL. Uh, here, now it's going to be uh, a year in Penticton, and the speculation is that Northeastern would be his landing spot after a season with the Vs. So we'll see what happens for that, all Flyer fans. Uh, we'll have a, a keen interest in following along with Jay O'Brien this year. All right, that's going to do it for the news and notes. Let's get to uh, the guest list. Here's what's coming down the pipe today. As I mentioned, uh, June, all about the NHL draft. Uh, so uh, three 2019 draft spotlight segments on the show this week. Going to hear from uh, Nolan Meyer, goaltender with the Saskatoon Blades. And again, these are guys who are kind of, I wouldn't say off the radar, but uh, further further down the, the rankings. And for the casual fan, might not be at the forefront when you're thinking of guys. These would be uh, players that I expect to go, you know, in rounds uh, three to seven. Uh, so we'll start with Nolan Meyer, netminder with the Saskatoon Blades. Then we'll go with uh, Dylan Hamilak, who uh, played this year, the last uh, two and a half years, with the Seattle Thunderbirds. But uh, an offseason trade has uh, sent him to the Clone Rockets. We talk about that. And uh, this is a guy who only played. Just over 30 games this past season as well. Hasn't actually been on the ice in 2019 uh, to play a meaningful game because of uh, injury. But a talented player who, you know, out of sight, out of mind for some people, but uh, not for NHL scouts. He was at the uh, the Combine in Buffalo. Fully expect he'll hear his name at the NHL draft. Uh, David Cope of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Big six foot five forward. Started out slow uh, and uh, finished the year pretty well. 
not a lock to get drafted at all, but a guy worthy of consideration for one of those uh, later round picks. And uh, I mentioned uh, the three players from the U.S. National Development Team I, I've been trying to get on the show. I'm not sure I'll be able to actually get any of them. I've, I've been asking for some of those players for like two months, and it's, it, they've just been so busy, and they've done so much media this year uh, that I have, I've been told they'll try, but uh, no guarantees. So the next best thing is to get a guy who's uh, watched them all year, and that's Pete Krupski, the uh, voice of the U.S. National Development Program, the U18 and the U17 teams. But he knows those players very, very, very well. Uh, so I have him on. Uh, it's going to be an extended segment with Pete as we talk a lot about, uh, about a lot of those players, and there are so many players on that team worth talking about. So that will be the final segment of the show today. So we'll kick it off with Nolan Meyer of the Saskatoon Blades, go with Dylan Hamilak of the Kelowna Rockets, slash Seattle Thunderbirds, David Cope of the Oil Kings, and then Pete Krupski, voice of the U.S. National Development Program's uh, U18 team. Three of my guests are CHL uh, players, all three of them, in fact, uh, out of the Western Hockey League. So there'll be three in the dub segments uh, for dubnetwork.ca, but you can also call them CHL insiders. And uh, the CHL insider is always brought to you by the store next door, the outstanding uh, store in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, collecting broken hockey sticks and uh, their staff, uh, people with, uh, employing people with disabilities, their staff uh, puts together some really great products out of these uh, broken hockey sticks. Go to the storenextdoor.ca, check out the uh, catalog and see what might be a right purchase for you or the uh, sport fan in your house. You know, everything from picture frames to uh, tables and desks and chairs and benches and uh, there's so just so many uh, cowbells. I mean, you can take, you can't do it at Rogers Place here in Edmonton, but uh, you can certainly do it in rinks like Prince Albert. We heard, but you can take a cowbell to uh, the the uh, the rink, make some noise, and uh, they make those there as well. So check out the store next door. Ca. Let's kick off the show next though with Nolan Meyer, netminder of the Saskatoon Blades. He's up first here on the Pipeline Show. And Doc will get back to it. Doc at his blue line. Comes to center. Ducks around Leeson. In over the line on the wing. Trying to go wide around. Pahal gets in front. Shoots and scores! Ah! Oh, let's go! Kirby Doc puts hand to the ear as if to listen for the boos from the crowd here at the Art Harrison Center. But what a brilliant individual effort by Kirby Doc. And the Blades have opened the scoring in game two in Prince Albert's. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades, and this is the Pipeline Show. There's a lot of people with disabilities that can't just go out and find a job. So we set out to create a business to fill those needs, one stick at a time. The Store Next Door gift shop is a Yarmouth-based manufacturer and retail outlet store. So we make great ideas that any of our employees come up with, and we reuse and recycle as much as possible. Our most popular item is probably our hockey furniture. We take broken hockey sticks and turn them into different products. We go through a lot of hockey sticks. A lot. A whole lot. Considering that it's only been a year and we're shipping internationally, I think that that's been a huge success. Most people's reactions are, wow, you do this here. We don't accept can't here. Everyone here learns in different ways, but we want to give everybody every opportunity to find exactly what works for them. 
There's nothing better than when a customer buys something and then one of our employees say, I made that. They have meaningful lives and build things they can be proud of and get a paycheck for it. I'm Amy Acker and we change lives one job at a time.